Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday, October the 18th. Today, throughout the church, it is the feast of St. Luke, identified as the evangelist, which he is. We have the beautiful gospel of St. Luke, which is a beautiful and stirring gospel. And also, St. Luke is also a church historian. He writes, as well, the Acts of the Apostles. And uh, he gives us a first glimpse into the life of the early church and the actions, hence Acts, of the Apostles, especially St. Peter and St. Paul, along with their companions and the various ministries that they were involved in in their early experiences of the early church. It's a, uh, it's a distant mirror that holds up to us where we are today and where that little flock of Jesus began over 2,000 years ago. But also St. Luke is uh, a physician. He is no doubt the most formally and professionally trained of all the evangelists. He is a physician. And today, throughout the world, the church offers what's called the White Mass, where we honor and thank Almighty God and pray for all of those in the medical profession, physicians, nurses, our technologists, all who in any way tend to the sick, and care for the sick, and those whose ministry is to the sick. We have various religious orders, like the Alexian priests and brothers. Some of the religious orders, the nuns, keep vigil with the sick and the dying. It's a magnificent and beautiful manifestation of God's presence and their devotion to those who are most in need, physically, mentally, and spiritually. We talk a great deal today about holistic healing. And we often talk about the mind or mental and the body, the physical component. And certainly in recent times, we have become aware of the physical and the mental that has taken place over the last uh, year and a half or more. But we should never forget that first and foremost is the spiritual. And we don't have the physical separate, mental separate, the spiritual separate. The human being is a unity, a one being. We are one human being, one person. And those components are to be integrated into the health of each and every one of us. And St. Luke, if you read the Gospel of St. Luke, and it's really a beautiful gospel, well worth reading, because it emphasizes the healing, the compassion, and the mercy of Almighty God from the first all the way to the end. And if you read the Gospel of St. Luke, you see how much emphasis Luke places on the healing ministry of Jesus, physically, mentally, and spiritually. 
We often refer to Jesus as the divine physician. Jesus says, I have not come for the well, but I have come for the sick, those who are in need of a physician. And Jesus' ministry of healing is a ministry of curing and healing the sick physically for the mentally, those who suffer mental difficulties. And he is the doctor of the soul. Well, today we shift our attention to the Gospel of St. Luke and we emphasize that Luke was a physician. Was a physician. And the importance of physicians, we realize in recent months how grateful we are to them and the glory and praise and thanksgiving we lift to God for those who are dedicated to the medical profession. We saw the heroic work that they have done and continue to do uh, during this time of uh, great challenge, not only in the United States, but also around the world. Those are some of the uh, most powerful witnesses of God's presence, those entrusted with the physical, mental, and spiritual well-being for the doctor is someone we trust. We trust our medical professionals, that they are doing what is best, healing us and caring for us as an extension of God's healing, merciful presence. And also that doctors and nurses and those in the medical profession also have a tremendous opportunity to also provide, yes, spiritual, spiritual opportunities to listen, to talk, to counsel, and to help integrate the spiritual into the physical and the mental. And our reading is from 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy, chapter 4, verses 9 through 17. 2 Timothy 4, 9 through 17. And in this particular passage, St. Paul has had uh, and is having difficult times. There are those who have abandoned him and his mission of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles throughout the known world. And uh, there are those who are actively working to uh, stand in the way of St. Paul, blocking the mission given him by the risen Lord to go and preach the gospel to all the world. And St. Paul says, I have no one left with me but Luke. Isn't that, isn't that something? I have no one left with me but Luke. What a beautiful image, not only of the faithful evangelist, the faithful companion, but what a beautiful image of the doctor, of those in the medical profession. They are the ones at our bedside. Those are the ones who keep company with the fallen, with the ill, 
mentally, physically, and however they can, whenever they can, spiritually. For we are one person. It's a beautiful image of the doctor, the medical professional, the one who is with me, along with our priest, our family, our loved ones, to not die alone, not to suffer alone, not to meet the Lord alone. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And those religious orders and those lay people who devote their life to being with the sick, visiting the sick, bringing the sacrament of the Eucharist to the sick, sharing the scriptures with those who may not be able to get out, may have various uh, eye or hearing difficulties. It is a wonderful thing. It's a real work of God to be able to do that. And we know that our medical profession has come under great challenge in recent decades as we see the medical profession also venturing off into euthanasia, physician-assisted suicide, abortion, and various other kinds of sexual reproductive technologies, and all of those things, which are really an affront to the gift of life, which comes from Almighty God. And so it is so important for us today, in our own historical time, and in our own culture, as St. Pope John Paul II indicated, that the battle that we face today is the battle or the conflict between the civilization of life and love and the culture of death. That's, that's the great battle, not Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, traditional, progressive, so on and so forth, and all of those other divisions and labels that in the long run are meaningless. It is the great clash, clash between the civilization of life and love and the culture of death. And we see that culture of death around us too much, too much, not only in hospitals and in other places, but also on our streets in our world, we see the great disrespect for life, the great tragedy taking place on our border, the southern border, in Afghanistan, Latin America, Africa, the Middle East. We see a general disrespect for life, the gift of life. And that's why our medical professionals, the ones we entrust with our well-being, it's so important for us to pray for them, to, to make sure that we lift our prayers for them, that when we make our appointment with the doctor and before we go in to be examined or to disclose what is ailing us, that we say a prayer for them, that they will be guided by Jesus, the divine physician, through the indwelling Holy Spirit, that they will be prudent and competent, compassionate, merciful, 
and respect the gift of life. So to all of those who are in the medical profession, physicians, nurses, technologists, all of those who in any way contribute to the well-being of others, we lift them this day. The Church Universal lifts them this day. And thanks, Almighty God, for the gift that they are. And may they each day do the work of the divine physician. What a privilege, what a responsibility, and what a blessing. So may God, Jesus Christ, the divine physician, bless all of those entrusted with our well-being. God bless you.